Morning glory and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Tuesday, the 21st day of April 2020. My name is Nick. There is Big J, everybody. Yeah, here I am. How did the daughter's birthday end up going yesterday? All right. Yeah? Yeah. Anything special end up getting done? Nah, not really. No. I mean, what's special? Uh, Special would be something out of the ordinary that isn't usually done around the house. No. Especially in times like these where, you know, you really can't do anything. So I'm sure you just kind of sit around and maybe have some dinner and then that's about it. But it was a standard. Yeah, we had uh, some kebabs. Nice. Did you make them special? No, no, they were pre-made. From the store or did you order from Yeah, from the store. Oh, nice. Were you able to at least grill them out? Yeah. Nice, dude. I like kebabs. I like peppers. I enjoy. <laughs> I do. I enjoy green uh, they and red make peppers. It pretty easy. Uh, Albertsons Market Street. Uh, they have a pretty good selection of uh, different kinds of kebabs. There. Very nice. Very nice. And so much. Were there any libations? Huh? Libations? Drinks? What is that? Celebrations. Uh, Celebratory drinks. Just regular. I mean, yeah, sure. Some beer. Beer. Some yeah. White Claw. <laughs> Kids, uh, the youth. You don't like that even in your house, do you? No. You're supporting the fact it. that my money is going to pay <laughs> for them is offensive. Well, it's for the kids. It would be their money, right? No. What are you talking about, pal? Well, I guess it was their birthday. I understand. So you had some Listen, on hand. They're not going to buy their own alcohol. What? Man. Really? Yeah. No. I mean, we share a lot of stuff, but I mean, maybe they have. I don't, uh, you know, the the oldest anyways. (laughs) Well, got it. Youngest isn't drinking. The other one is old enough. Uh, But that I know of. Either way, we got ourselves a show planned for you today. That show consists of some streaming dumbass stuff, an opportunity for you to win some things from us. We are going to have a visit, Big J, from a superstar on the show today. And not just you, two superstars. I put that two in one room. Yeah, I mean, well, no, he won't That's be in, me, pal. in the room. But it'll be you and Michael Polson, ah. Volby, lead singer, going to be calling into the show today, uh, live uh, from another country altogether, to talk about a whole bunch of different things, including what Volby has been up to these last couple of weeks, and their new song Leviathan, who happens to be your cage match champion, who will look for win number three today, up against a new challenger in the nine o'clock hour. So things will be busy for this Tuesday. Let's play some music for you. It's Red Hot Chili Peppers. It is Soul to Squeeze. Off of what soundtrack, Big J? Oh, man, I don't know. I don't remember now. Coneheads. Oh, yeah. Enjoy. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. You heard some rival sons there. Sounds like a good opportunity to let you know that Thursday morning, 11 o'clock, you may want to follow the X on Instagram if you don't already, X Rock Boise, because uh, the gentleman's looking right across from me, Big J, will be sitting down with the lead singer of that band, Jay, on Instagram Live. Jay on Jay. Jay. Is that what you're calling <clears throat> me? Yeah. Yeah, that's the first question, and it'll be a short interview, I'm sure. <laughs> if we're starting like that, yeah. you're probably right. Yeah. He might go, I got to go. <laughs> I have things I have to do. So check it out on Instagram, uh, 11 o'clock. Come Thursday morning with Rival Sons and uh, Big J here from the X Rocks. Uh, is there people out there that enjoy flat soda? 
Yeah, I think there are. Really? Actually, yeah. Like I know it's okay for like like uh, stomach issues and stuff, but who really? So who likes that? And why? I encountered a couple people that I've said that's gonna be flat, and they tell me they don't care, and I don't remember who those people are. Nothing. I nothing more disappointing than than a flat soda. Uh, like, yeah, I, I just don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, it's like, why would you open a can and then put it back in the fridge? It's going right. to flatten out. Right. It's gross. Uh, like, uh, the, the, I've done that before with, like, usually with, like, uh, the bottles that you buy from, like, the convenience store or something. You put it back in and you think that maybe if you seal it tight enough, it'll be okay. Usually, <laughs> it's not. Yeah. Uh, but because of the coronavirus pandemic, it, it has halted a bunch of industries and sparked temporary shortages in many products. And now, carbonated beverages may be the next victim. Uh, Reuters reports that uh, due to a lack of demand for ethanol, carbon dioxide suppliers are having trouble keeping up with demand. The issue is that the CO2 gas is captured during the production of ethanol and then sold in large quantities to the food and beverage industry. Carbon dioxide, of course, is used in the carbonation process in soda and in beer. And so because of all this, CO2 suppliers have already increased prices by about 25%. In addition to affecting the production of sparkling beverages, the shortage of CO2 affects meat producers, too. Because they use gas in the processing and packaging and preservation of meat products. So, not that there's a shortage of it, but there's just going to be less of it available around time. Or, people are willing to pony up the money for it, is really what it boils down. I think there might be plenty of it, it's just, uh, you know, we have live in a supply and demand economy, Big J, you understand? Yeah. And so, sometimes when people go, oh, we supply CO2 and more people need it, we're going to bump it up by 25%. We saw that with... Uh, Wipes and uh, still with Clorox wipes online. If you can find them, they are expensive. But uh, either way, it hasn't affected anything in like the stores that you see, but it could if this uh, kind of stems on a little bit longer than they anticipate. This year's World Series of Poker has officially been postponed because of the pandemic. It was supposed to begin May 26th at the Rio Hotel and Casino in Vegas. Dozens of tournaments being played leading up to the $1 million final event on July 1st. Organizers are now hoping to hold poker's most prestigious tournament in the fall. And it is a postponement and not a cancellation. So they're hoping to figure this whole thing out. But it was one of the the bigger events that still hadn't had any kind of announcement being made. And now we're a little bit over a month away. And they decided, you know what, let's press the pause button for just a little bit. Some good news, Idris Elba and his wife Sabrina are launching a $40 million fund for farmers and food producers impacted by the coronavirus after contracting the illness themselves. Quote, people forget that 80% of the poor population live in these rural areas. What we're really worried about at the moment is why we're launching this fund, and those people are being forgotten. They are both uh, UN Goodwill Ambassadors. They're joining forces with the United Nations International Fund for Agricultural Development on the initiative, and they have uh, ponied up and helped out to create a $40 million fund right now with more uh, donations. They have in. ponied up $40 million? No, they ponied up half of it. Holy and the cow. other 40, the other 20 is coming from uh, the uh, UN Goodwill Ambassadors. I had no so. idea he had that much money. Me either. Holy cow. He must have had a back-end deal on something, like Hobbs and Shaw or, or something, right? Not, not maybe, but not, not. Uh, I mean, he, you know, he's been doing a lot of stuff in the UK for a long time. True. So um, that and, and a bunch of TV shows that he's done that Luther, involve um, the wire. You know, motorsports. He's been a big deal in. But he's also and, been a part of huge franchises. Yeah, too. yeah, that and Star DJ. Trek. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, he's, he's a DJ he's man. Got some cash. He's got some cash. So that is really cool and very good news. So well done by the Elvis for sure. Take that, rest of celebrity world. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for the six o'clock hour. 
streaming dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Oh, it's not just Netflix these days. We are going across multiple streaming platforms. Depending on the movie Big J selects, it will depend on the platform he has to go to to watch it. We have selected three films from those streaming platforms. Uh, Hopefully, Big J hasn't stumbled across them in his personal and professional lives before. Based on just the plot description from the streaming networks, no stars, no creators of, no studio that brought you crap, Big J has to select a movie to watch and review for you in a 24-hour period to let you know if it's worth your damn time. Theme today, Big J, is star power. In each one of these movies, there's one, maybe even two, huge, gigantic stars that you have heard of, okay? Okay. Movie number one. Lewis Menkins is in the final weeks of his 24-year prison sentence. Though he doesn't talk about it, Lewis is nervous about adapting to life on the outside, and it's affecting every decision he makes. Chief among those is whether or not to befriend befriend a new uh, prisoner named Tracy Beecher, who's facing 23 years for murder. Lewis warns Tracy to stay away from gang life, but it soon becomes clear that such a feat is easier said than done. Yeah. Movie number two. Two men take what they think is their dream job, but soon realize that in this remote area, they'll need to fight each other for their survival and ultimately their sanity. Jeez. Movie number three. What if they're already among us, Big J? Ah! An alien that looks like just one of us is prowling the streets of America for prey. People that fall under the alien spell are never seen again, but more may be going on here than meets the eye. Movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three? Let's see. Movie number one out immediately. Why? Prison. That's depressing. I'm in prison. <laughs> okay. Um, We're all in prison right now. So, uh, oh man, I don't want to do aliens either. Let's go movie number two. Movie number two it is. Uh, you passed on movie number one. It was called OG. That's on HBO, an HBO original film starring Jeffrey Wright and William Fitchner from Armageddon fame. You may remember me, Jeff. Uh, movie number three you also passed on. That was called Under the Skin. That was starring Scarlett Johansson. It is on Netflix. You will be headed to the world of Amazon Prime tonight. To be watching a film called The Lighthouse. It stars Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. (laughs) That is what you will be watching. It is fairly well uh, perceived by everybody that I I know that have seen it, not just the critics. It's also a fairly critically acclaimed movie. Uh, But I have not seen it yet. But it just got on Amazon Prime, and so that is what you will be watching. The Lighthouse. Like Willem Dafoe. There you go. And I believe they all have a bunch of fun with their New England accents. So, uh, it is a movie you will be watching and reviewing for us tomorrow morning. If you want to play the home game, The Lighthouse is on Amazon Prime, and you can watch it along with Big J tonight. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Now, when this whole thing first went down, I found this to be the case. But lately, I I have not. We'll see if you have any feedback on it. I don't know how much shopping you're doing for the family, to be perfectly honest. But... You knew when we when this whole thing started, there was a shortage of toilet paper and paper towels. But yeah. the last couple of times I've gone to the store, it's been pretty good. Uh, but now, apparently, it's frozen pizza, Big J. Frozen pizza? The coronavirus pandemic has caused shortages of various products as people stock up on supplies, which we encourage them not to do. But the latest food item to get this treatment is frozen pizza. Adweek reports that during the month of March, Americans bought $275 million worth of frozen pizza, an increase of 92% from the same time last year. Some brands have reported increased sales as much as 190% in the last year. 
Uh, the possibility of a frozen pizza shortage have caused a stir on social media. And uh, I was saying, like, when I first, the first time I went to the store after this happened, I there noticed was nothing. There was no frozen pizza. It was there completely was, cleaned out. There was nothing. Uh, but ever since then, I haven't had any kind of problems or issues looking for it. Uh, I don't always get it, but I usually go down the aisle and I can see that there's plenty to choose from. Have you encountered any kind of shortages lately for this stuff? Uh, no, but I haven't. You know, I haven't done a lot of the shopping or been in search of frozen pizza. Right. So we we got a couple uh, gems from Costco filling up our freezer coffer. A couple of gems from yeah. Costco. We got well, you know, you get Costco, you get you know like five pizzas right, at a right. time. Yes, so yes, the we got plenty. You're good. Already, so I haven't been looking for it. Yeah, no, uh, you know, uh, when I have the boys, they love themselves some pizza, and so frozen pizza is the way to go. Uh, they like the thin crust, and so that's usually what I end up getting. And I haven't had an issue coming across it, but I guess uh, if you have some problems, you shouldn't be surprised. Apparently, it's a very popular thing. NFL held a mock draft yesterday to test the technology and communications ahead of this year's virtual draft that will begin Thursday night. There were some technical problems. And at different points during the draft, according to reports, however, uh, John Lynch of the 49ers, John Elway of the Broncos, were saying they were pretty happy with how things went. Got off to a little bit of a hiccup when it first started, but other than that, he says everything will continue uh, all the way through. The, uh, the, uh, the whole thing is going on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. It's being held virtually with team personnel at their homes doing, during the pandemic. And so we'll see how it goes. I- I'm going to say something controversial. I don't think I'm going to watch it. Oh, you big baby. You got nothing else to do. Well, I well number one, I, I no longer have access, like direct access to ESPN. Sure you do. So I've got it. But I, I, I don't feel like it's worth me chasing it all down for. Oh, you big baby. I'm not being a baby. I'm just being honest with myself. This, I is, have the first, not- this is the first primetime draft, by the way, that we'll get to watch. What are you talking about? Well, every draft time, usually we're doing something else. We're usually doing our giveaway on the first night of the draft. Uh, well, it wouldn't have been the case this time around because if we were doing the giveaway, it would have been April 30th. So it would not have been. I'm just saying, usually I can never get to just kind of in my own home, sit there and watch the primetime draft. Yeah, you're right. I, 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 but I also felt like I haven't really missed much, to be perfectly honest. And so well, uh, you hate the NFL. I know. I, I, I enjoy it. the XFL I, I, I and you miss to, it. I used to love watching the NFL draft. I really did. But now I feel like it's it really has been spread out too much. And it's not. It, it's a lot of downtime, and it's a lot of non-interesting conversations, and it's a lot of the same stuff over and over and over again. And so I have found that I am much more, I guess, interested uh, in getting the information all post it happening and just reading recaps of stuff. I feel like I saved myself a bunch of time in the process. And as I have mentioned previously, I haven't been exactly impressed or entertained by any of the virtual things that are going on. It's all fine and good. I'm appreciative. If you want to watch it, that's cool. I'm not dogging you on. I just don't think I'm going to watch it. I'll, I'll follow it uh, the following days. Good. As it goes down. I mean, and I'm sure you watching it. it'll be fine. And I'm sure it'll get great ratings because we're desperate for entertainment, but it's just not it's not something that I really have a whole lot of interest in watching and spending three hours doing. Disney stock dropped more than 3% in early training Monday. Why is that, Big J? I don't know. Because analysts are dropping down downgrades on its shares. Uh, Disney had to furlough 100,000 people uh, this particular week. The move is expected to save the House of Mouse about $500 million a month, but it did not do well for their stock options. 
And so, for the first time in a long time, Disney's actually losing money right now. I wonder what their stock's sitting at. I don't know. I don't Is know. it affordable? Way out of... No, not for you or I. I oh. assure you. Uh, but... I won't bother looking it up then. It, it is uh, costing some people some money that are invested in Disney. And, of course, uh, with the theme park shut down, the entertainment industry essentially shut down. Disney not exactly bringing it in right now. But I'm guessing they'll rebound just fine. I mean, it's hard to pity Disney when, in a blink of an eye, they can make a billion dollars at the box office over four weeks. Correct. Correct. They're doing just fine money-wise. They are. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few short minutes, we are going to hell. You're invited to join us. This. The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. This one is like something out of a nightmare to me. But as this whole quarantine and self-isolation and stay-at-home stuff has been hitting the world, we've all had to adapt and overcome. Agree or disagree, Big J? Oh, yeah. And so today we go to uh, Devon, England to meet Billy Taylor. Billy Taylor's 33 years old. And for the last several days, he has had what he has described as excruciating pain. Oh, Just no. Oh, no. Bad news bears kind of owies. Specifically, uh, he had found out that he had a tooth that he had that was infected. You understand? Ouch. And so uh, you know that pain. Yes. Well, I haven't had an affected tooth, but I did need uh, to get my wisdom teeth yanked out of my skull not too long ago. Uh, and so he had tried to get into a dentist, but said that basically right now all these things are shut down unless it's a serious emergency, like having trouble breathing kind of emergency. And he says, quote, I've had trouble with that tooth for like two years. He goes, it's my own fault for not getting it taken care of sooner, but it was getting really, really bad. I've been to the dentist a couple times. They uh, they recapped it. I've had a root canal. He said uh, he had a toothache running up to the to the bank holiday this last weekend, and it was getting worse and worse. And then on about Thursday of last week, his face was starting to swell up. He had a migraine headache on that side, and he finally realized, you know what, that tooth is abscessed. So he called again. Dentist is like, listen, right now we're backed up with emergency cases. The soonest we can get you in is like a week away. Oh, my God. And he's like, oh, God. The pain got really bad that night. The swelling was getting worse. He was getting pretty wound up. He couldn't sleep. And that's when he thought, Big J, why don't I just yank my tooth out of my skull myself? Yo, that's when you're desperate, man. That's desperate. Now, he is an aircraft fitter by trade, so he has some tools at his disposal. And he thought, you know what? With these tools, I I think I can pretty much do the job. So what he settled on was a pair of wire-twisting pliers. He did some research on YouTube. He searched for some possible complications, and he decided, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and do it. So he did a couple of shots of whiskey. He asked his 11-year-old son, hey, listen, keep an eye on Pops. I'm going to do something really dumb. I don't don't recommend this, but I'm desperate, and if I pass out, you got to call 111, which is the English equivalent of 911, okay? He put in the wire in like the way that you floss. He twisted it around the tooth that was oh my god! He said, oh. <laughs> he said, already that hurts. This guy's like Rambo, right? About ready to shoot that piece of shrapnel out of himself in Rambo 3? Yes. But it gets worse, okay? So once he ties the, the string or the wire around his tooth like it's a damn floss, he said that he needed the help of his son to pull it out because he was, you know, having a little bit of uh, stage fright. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, How long did it take for him to rip out his own tooth, Big Jay? 
I mean, I don't. I have no idea. About an hour and ten minutes. Oh said. God. He said the process was the worst pain he's ever felt in his entire life. He said that uh, even though it was bad as he was yanking it out, instantly after the tooth came out, he felt much, much better. Uh, and so he he said that the, he could tell it was a serious infection. It was spreading. It was puffing him up. Uh, of course, the Dental Association has warned this week that doing drastic home dentistry is not recommended. And while this story could be considered, I guess, a success story, he's lucky he didn't get infected. All sorts of things could have gone wrong. So, desperate times call for desperate measures, of course. But, uh, you know, the story in and of itself, hearing it is bad. But, man, the, the pictures, you know, you forget how far teeth go in your head. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, those roots are in there, man. They are in there, bro. And so, when he's showing the picture of his tooth yanked out of his skull, it's like, oh, God. God, that had to hurt. No fun. No fun at all. But he says he's feeling much better. So, I guess it all worked out. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. We are chatting it up. Michael Polson, lead singer of Volby, calling into the show next on the X-Rock. Volbeat, die to live here on 100.3, the X Rocks. Morning after with Nick and Big J, going to talk about that song and a whole bunch more because it is an honor and privilege to welcome onto the phone right now the lead singer of that particular band, Volbeat. His name is Michael Polson. Michael, good morning, man. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? We're hanging in there, man. We're hanging in there. Thank you very much for making time for us in this uh, crazy time. How you been spending the time these days? Oh, you know, I'm good. You know, uh, my closest ones are doing good. Uh, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a bad situation and it, it, everything is uh, getting really weird. But, you know, hopefully mankind can learn a lesson or two but in certain situations. So, you know, uh, I, I'm just happy that uh, my family and, and friends are doing good. But basically, I, you know, I'm just happy to see that people are taking this seriously because we have to because it's probably not going to be the last time like something like this is, is happening. So, so far, I'm, I'm, I'm doing good. Uh, I know recently on your social medias, you were asking people to make a version, uh, a cover, essentially, of, of Die to Live. What was it like to see people, uh, just, you know, everyday regular folks uh, putting together something and, and showing you what they felt about the song? First of all, it's it's great, it's funny, but it's very emotional. And I think it, it just proves that uh, you know, what what we're doing with music is, is basically Basically, you know, first we have to, to satisfy ourselves, but the, the most satisfying thing is to see other people, uh, what it means to them, our, our music, because I certainly know what other bands and artists means to me and how I learn to go through life uh, with the help of certain uh, songs or bands because, uh, you know, music is such an emotional trip. So for others to put their own mindset into how they analyze Volbeat is so inspiring and so, you know, it's it's a learning experience and, you know, you get very touched by it. And that's the whole person in, in being a songwriter is actually to see what other people can do with it. Uh, so, you know, I, I'm really enjoying uh, all the great ideas and 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 
stuff that people are doing with the Volbeat music. Michael Polson from Volbeat joins us here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Uh, Michael, we talked about you know family, loved ones being incredibly important at this particular time when we have this downtime and making sure we're spending time. Have you been able to do anything musically at all, or has that kind of been back burner stuff at this time? There's been a lot of offers to do uh, home concerts. It's just not really been possible because the whole band is it's it's split uh, in so many directions. You know, Rob is over there in the U.S. and and uh, we all have guys in the band. We don't live that much uh, near to each other, and we we take it very seriously that we have to stay away from each other for for some time mm-hmm. to make things right. So. Uh, and you know, if if I had to sit down and and do something when it comes to to music, I want to do it with my band. Um, so I'll just you know I'll do the right thing, you know, to keep the distance. But hopefully, all the stuff that we already have out, you know, our albums and live shows, you know, can can entertain people for some time until we get the green light to go out there and play the shows. You know what? That makes that makes great sense, and it's not as easy. Uh, I mean, I know a lot of uh, the folks, uh, the singer songwriters, who who really don't maybe don't have a, a lot of uh, work with bands. You know, they do those things on uh, the social media. It's not as easy when you have a band and trying to do it from different parts of the world. It's kind of uh, interesting. I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you uh, what you've been binge watching during this time. Only a few days ago. I finally have the chance to put my daughter in daycare. So I've been a dad 24-7 because my my uh, girlfriend, my coming wife, uh, you know, she was so uh, lucky that she could still actually work. So I've been, you know, together with my daughter uh, 24-7. So there hasn't really been much time to sit down and watch television or, or anything. And, and when, I, when I finally... I had some few hours where I can could do something because she had to take a nap. I'm actually writing new Volbeat music. I'm just trying to turn around the clock a little bit because, you know, um, in the future we will have to get home anyway to sit down for six, seven, eight months to, to write a new album. But I'm doing that now instead so we don't have to do it in the future. So I'm writing as much as possible when, when, I, when I actually have the time to sit down. So there's not really been much time to uh, to watch any television, but um, I did see the uh, the Tiger King doc- uh, documentary <laughs> on Netflix. Oh, oh my God, that's hilarious! <laughs> we were wondering yeah. if that was the one that maybe you yeah. had a chance to sit down with. That's good. That's good. Well, uh, Michael, thank you very much for the time, brother. We appreciate you uh, spending some time with us this morning, and uh, best to your family. And hopefully, you have a chance to be safe. And we'll see you soon. Okay, sir. Here's traffic. Michael Paulson, Volbeat, joining us here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is on the way in a few minutes. So is a little thing we like to call Pop Culture Smackdown. But let's check. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, we live in uncertain times. You understand me? Yeah. Which means a whole bunch of us are feeling anxiety. Uh, Some more than others, and certainly some for maybe the first time ever. Benefit management organization Express Scripts says there's been a large spike in demand for prescription tranquilizers, sleep aids, and anxiety meds in the United States. The largest spike was in prescriptions for anti-anxiety drugs, which rose about 35%. 
sleeping medications ticked up about 15%, and antidepressants rose about 19% between February 16th and March 15th of this year. They say the analysis shows that many Americans are turning to medications for relief. It demonstrates the serious impact that COVID-19 may be having on our nation's mental health. And that is something that we have tried to showcase over the course of the last couple of weeks, are mental health and realizing that you are not the only one that is feeling these particular feelings, maybe some for the first time. I have told you about uh, my anxiety-esque breakdown almost about two weeks ago and finally getting over that hump. And it was it was tough, man. It was a hard, like, three weeks. Yeah. No sleep. Stomach was just in knots. I was nauseous almost every day. It was just bad. And it was because I was worried about my kids. I was worried about work. I was worried about all sorts of stuff. You're worried about the world. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? And probably what... And I'll be perfectly honest. It was the selfish stuff that was freaking me out, you know? Of course, I have the large worries. But so much of it was concentrated on the people around me and making sure I could take care of them and that they were safe and healthy. It was encompassing, and it was a lot to deal with. And there's a lot of ways that you can do with that, and it's not going to be, you know, as weird as it was for me to snap out of it. But it has been good since I have, because Lord knows things haven't changed much, you know, outside of what's going on in the last couple weeks. But internally, it has changed. So... If you are going through this stuff, know that you're not the only one. Know there's plenty of ways that you can go to make it feel better. Sometimes medication is the answer. Sometimes it's not. Every individual is different. And so there's lots of different avenues out there for you to visit and figure it out. But uh, to go through this stuff currently, mental health has got to be a big priority for all of us. Because if we're not mentally strong, then we're not going to get through this. No kidding. First two episodes of The Last Dance, the highly anticipated 10-part documentary about Michael Jordan and the 90s Bulls, averaged 6.1 million viewers for ESPN on Sunday night. That was a record for them. The premiere episode drew an average of 6.3 million. Then the second had an average of 5.8. Episodes 3 and 4 will begin next Sunday, beginning at 9 p.m. Eastern. It was what the internet was abuzz about this weekend. Did you care at all about this? No, not really. How come? I don't know. Not into the sports documentaries? Not into Michael Jordan? I mean, I was a first, and then it just, you know, Sunday night's not uh, the best time for me to, you know, have appointment watching, I guess. Well, yeah, but you have a DVR. Uh, you could set it. Oh, my God. You're right. What? God, why didn't I do that? It's also on demand, which means you can access oh it anytime God, you want. Oh, my God. I can watch it anytime I want. Yeah, I, which is pretty much any show that's on television these days. So either you really just didn't want to watch it or... Just haven't gotten around to it yet. But there is an interest in it for you, you think? I you think. will watch it at some point, is what you're telling me. Maybe. I don't buy it. Nope. Nope. Now I'm gonna watch it. No, you're all you're out. You know what tomorrow? You know what tomorrow's out? Lighthouse and uh, Last Dance in. Uh, but yeah, but everybody already knows about Last Dance. Well, I'm gonna give my review on it. Uh yeah, I'm not sure. People, you know, you don't like basketball or Michael Jordan. Really I love basketball. Matter. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. What do you know about basketball these days? Now, these days, I don't know nothing. But the 90s, the Bulls, I know a lot. Were you a Bulls fan back then? Uh, Yeah, Horace Grant. I loved Horace Grant. Yeah, uh, especially but Especially I mean, in the earlier days. He only was around for one of those. Then he went uh, to the Magic. But the, yeah, no, and then and then he ended up on the Lakers uh, for a while. Okay. Um, yeah, but yeah, Steve Kerr, Bill You followed Paxton. around a guy who averaged 12 points a game? Yeah. <laughs> well, because he's the guy who fouled people. Guess what? I'm the guy who fouled people. 
I would have been more in Bill Cartwright's area and Luke Longley back in the Bulls days, but okay. Tom Hanks is getting real about the coronavirus that he and his wife Rita Wilson battled. He said that he was wiped out after about 12 minutes of just exercising. He said he laid down in his hospital bed and just slept for most of it. He recalled telling a medical professional who was treating him at the time that he just had the weirdest thing. He tried to do some basic stretches and exercises on the floor, and he couldn't even get halfway through them before he ran out of breath. But he said as bad as he had it, his wife went through a tougher situation. He said, quote, she had a way worse than I did. She had a much higher fever, had some other symptoms. She lost her sense of taste and smell, and she got no joy from food or the, for the better part of three weeks. And she was so nauseous, she had to crawl on the floor from her bed to the facilities on a daily basis. So he said it really kicked their ass for the most part, but they are happy and healthy now and appreciative of all the help they got in Australia while they were quarantined and figuring all this stuff out. But none of this stuff sounds fun at all by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, by all means. If you want to check it out, it's on the uh, Defense Radio Show, National Defense Radio Show website. The entire interview that Tom Hanks did and gets into it in detail. Morning After with Nick and Big J coming up, your pop culture smackdown. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yeah, we'll hook you up with a CD and a 25th anniversary X-Rock sticker plus a note from me for beating Nick here in Pop Culture Smackdown. Random Rock delivered directly to your home courtesy of the X and Pop Culture Smackdown. If you'd like to play, have some fun. Now be the time to get on the phone. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play. Big J's got the questions. Hopefully you've got the answers. Let's go to the phones. Good morning, the X. Good morning. How you doing, sir? What's your name? Eric. All right, Eric. Good luck. Eric, uh, Tony Romo just signed a contract making him the highest paid football commentator for CBS. He was a QB for America's football team, which is who? The Cowboys. Right. There you go, the Cowboys. We got our one sports fan, Nick. Nice. Uh, this band once ran through the streets of L.A. naked in one of their videos. It was named favorite band at the Nickelodeon's Kid Choice Awards in 2001. Uh, Blink-182? Yep, that's right. Right. Uh, if you roll a perfect score in bowling, what is it? 300. 300 right. is right. What breed of dog is Scooby-Doo? Is he a Great Dane? I don't know. Is he? Yeah, I'm going to go with Great Dane. Yeah, he is. He's right. a Great Dane. Uh, this Playboy model went on to stardom in the TV show Baywatch and at one point married NBA star Dennis Rodman. Sam Anderson. Wrong. Sorry, wrong Baywatch, babe. I I feel bad. I lined him up for failure. Was she a Playboy? Oh, many times. I didn't know that. Carmen Electra? Oh, oh Jesus God <laughs> Almighty. <laughs> Hello, the X. Hi, good morning, guys. Little Jay. Good morning, Little Jay. This Playboy model went on to stardom in the TV show Baywatch. At one point, married NBA star Dennis Rodman. Oh, uh, Carmen Electra? Yeah. Right. You didn't hear me say it? Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, the delay. Oh, okay. Oh, man. Uh, I thought he was on the phone. Uh, Nick, what Animal House actor made his showbiz debut as the voice of TV's Johnny Quest? Oh, boy. Um, let's see. Who's in Animal House? It could be Kevin Bacon. It could be uh, Tim Matheson. It could be... I don't think it's Belushi. I'm going to go Tim Matheson. Tim Matheson is absolutely correct. Right. Yay! Hayden Christensen was given the role of a lifetime in the Star Wars prequels, playing what character? Uh, what was it again? Sorry. Hayden Christensen was giving the role was given the role of a lifetime in the Star Wars prequels, playing what character? Uh, 
Anakin Skywalker. Right. Yeah, there you go. Uh, oh, Nick, seriously? Yeah, I just guessed. Yeah, good, good guess. <laughs> it's just like Nick. Uh, what TV show featured the radio station KACL 780 AM? KACL 780 AM. Uh, news radio. Nope. Wrong. Seattle-based TV show? Oh, Frasier. Frasier. Right. I didn't watch much Frasier. I know. Congratulations, man. You got yourself all set up with some music coming your way. Little Jay, hang on. We'll get you that information as soon as we possibly can and make sure you're all good to go. We will do a run of headlines. (laughs) That was the best. That's happening next on the X-Rock. On the morning after with Nick and Big Jay. Headlines are brought to you by Team Mazda Subaru and their website, GoTeamSaveMoney.com. It's where you need to go for your next newer used car adventure. Fresh start credit button there, inventory updated on the regular. You can even get a test drive scheduled to be delivered to your punk ass. So check it out for yourself, GoTeamSaveMoney.com. Big J, headlines are as follows. Well, that's gross. How does this happen? And King of the Castle. Uh, how does this happen? There are some risks that come with working from home. And Melinda Meza is a correspondent for KCRA 3 in Sacramento, California. Due to being in lockdown because of the coronavirus, she's reporting from home. Rather than from various locations across the region, recently she was filming a report on how to cut your own hair at home in her bathroom and unknowingly filmed her husband taking a shower in the background. Yes, that's right. Live on TV, her fully nude husband in a see-through kind of like glass shower. Steamy. Twitter users reacted to the glimpse of the man in the shower with one writing, Oh my God, please let that not be your husband. But in fact, it was. <laughs> please let that not be your husband. And I've seen the, I don't know if you've seen the picture. It's gone viral pretty quickly. Uh, but like, I'm trying to figure out how that happens. Because, you know, showers make noise, right? Yeah. And when you're a reporter in a bathroom with a shower going on and you're filming something, you're going to pick up that noise in the background. That would be a bad... First of all, you would have to know somebody was taking a shower in that room. Second of all, the audio for that report couldn't have been clean. And then on top of that, you got your husband. And by the way, it was her husband that was... Basically, it was the mirror that was catching her husband in the shower kind of thing. Oh, okay, yeah. So it was like a direct shot of her husband. But she was reporting into the bathroom mirror, talking about cutting the hair. And then the husband's dongers on the TV for all the people in Sacramento to check out. And all the people on Twitter as well. So what a wonderful day for Mr. Mason. Hopefully. That was not what you probably was planning on doing waking up this morning. <laughs> now he's a porn star. That's right. Get ready to live. Well, that's gross or King of the Castle. King of the Castle. A 42-year-old man in Connecticut was arrested last week for breaking into a restaurant that was closed due to the pandemic and allegedly spent four days just eating and drinking. New Haven police say that Louise Ortiz stole and consumed several thousand dollars worth of food and drinks, including 70 bottles of liquor. Oh, my. In four days, bro. (laughs) 40 bottles? 70. 70 in four days. Holy crap. The Hartford Curant reports this happened at the Sol de Cuba Cafe restaurant. Ortiz was caught when a manager visiting the restaurant for a routine check found him asleep inside and contacted police. Security camera footage showed Ortiz got into the restaurant through a side window four days earlier on April 11th. He was arrested, faces several charges, including burglary and criminal mischief, and he also has a very, very serious alcohol problem. I mean, 70 bottles of liquor is a lot of liquor, man. Yeah. I mean, that's like a bottle an hour. 
That's nuts. I mean, Jesus. Wrap it up yeah, with my well. My liver hurts just hearing that. That's gross. A Twitter user recently documented opening up a can of Chef Boyardee Spider-Man pasta that was made in 1995. Uh, he, you can describe the can as wildly corroded, would be an accurate description. He took a video during the whole process. Inside, he found a rotted three-ounce chunk of the product. He removed the chunk, amusingly noted that one of the Spider-Man-shaped noodles was still visible. The thread has gone viral with 81,000 likes and over 16,000 retweets, but... Uh, in fairness to Chef Boyardee, the can did expire in 1997, so it, it's not meant to be edible still, but a little bit off-putting to know that that's what happens to stuff after I've been 30 years. You so. said you were watching alone on History Channel? I was, Did yes. you see any promos for eating history? No, no. No, because I'm watching it uh, streaming, so there's no commercials or promos. where at? Uh, Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. Um, there's this show called Eating History, and there's two guys, and they seem like great guys, but they're disgusting because they're they're uh, going through history eating like way expired things. Uh, uh, why would <laughs> you do that? It is disgusting. Like I can't watch it. These two guys are cool enough, but we're talking like this is right up their alley. No, I don't want to. I don't want to watch people getting sick. That's like food. They, they might as well call it food poisoning. The chant. The, the show. Because that's all they're going to yeah, get. Yeah, you're right about that. I mean, Here, here's an episode five is the boys crack open a 40-year-old can of iconic chips. And then they eat it? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I because mean, they want to learn about history and America's food. That's fine. Learn all about it. doesn't mean you have to consume it. With Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yeah, we'll get you a CD, a nice X Rocks 25th anniversary sticker, and a note from yours truly if you can figure out bad impressions. What a wonderful prize package for you, your family, to gather around the mailbox, open up the package from Big J, and read the letter aloud together. Take turns reading it sentence by sentence. And truly, I mean, it could be a run on sentence. Do so. <laughs> how, how long do these uh, notes average in sentence? Le- I mean, are there three sentences? About the, the size of this what, Whatever fits sticky? on a post note. I'm not writing a damn letter. Well, you said letter. I'm not like, uh, they're not like. It's uh, a note then. Yeah, yeah. They're not like um, um, Captain, uh, what was his name? Nah, boy. boy, I lost it. Captain Kangaroo? No, you know, he was the quarterback for the Colts. Peyton Manning. No, no, no. The one that retired early. Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. Yeah, Captain Andrew Luck. Like Nobody it. gets that reference, but okay. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play bad impressions. It works like this. Big James got three clues all revolving around somebody famous. If you understand who that famous person is and three clues or less, prizes are coming to you. Good morning, the X. Hello? 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 Oh, they were typing. Scared. Hello, the X. Probably rebuttal. Hey, hello? Hello. What's your name, man? It's Kevin. All right, Kevin, good luck. I like to dabble and star in musicals like Les Miserables and The Greatest Showman. Oh. Um, <laughs> just watched this the other day. I also have an I'm affinity. No. Oh. 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 Sorry, go ahead. It's I Wolverine, also have... but yeah. I also have an affinity for donning my claws as Wolverine. Um, Jack 
Hugh Jackman. There you go. Hugh you got it. Hugh Jackman is right. Hang on yeah, one man. second, Kevin. My, maybe it's maybe it's contagious. What I got. What was Clue Three? Uh, I have a coffee company called Laughing Man Coffee. That probably wouldn't have helped. But why no, is Hugh Jackman no, in the news? Uh, Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds—they're best friends. They have this fake feud. Uh, you know, uh, Laughing Man Coffee is what Hugh Jackman has, uh, and then uh, Ryan Reynolds has the a- aviation gin, and they go back and forth with fake commercials. Pretty damn hilarious. But they—they've uh, uh, announced that they've decided to uh, put the feud down for about 24 hours because they want to give people an opportunity to take part in something really cool. Uh, there's this all-in challenge. And basically, it's a charity that's been created to provide food to those in need, kids, elderly, and frontline heroes. Uh, much like Omaze, there's many different experiences that you can take part in. And uh, Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman had offered up uh, this opportunity for you to uh, host a, uh, a lemonade stand with them. Oh, nice. So uh, when that exactly will happen, I am not sure, but uh, it's, it's something very cool. You could donate money and get entries into this thing, and uh, all the money raised through this uh, will go directly to Feeding America, Meals on Wheels, World Central Kitchen, and No Kid Hungry. And you had said that this is a little bit different than Omaze, meaning like it's $100 per entry and there's a limited amount? Not per entry. Uh, you can do 10 25 50 and 100 but there's only up to 200 entries for each experience. So, I see. you know, somebody's not going to spend thousands of dollars to get to hang out with Ryan Reynolds you jackman so an opportunity for you to give a little bit back and maybe get something in return not bad yeah it says here delivery timing uh prize delivery time will be mutually agreed upon and determined at a later date when it's safe to do so well uh post a video on the morning after facebook page because it's pretty funny they're having fun together that's what it's all about morning after with nick and big j we wrap up the show here next in the x rock That is Incubus. That is Drive here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks as we wrap things up. Special thank you today to Michael Polson. He of Volbeat fame for being on the show this morning, talking to a little bit of stuff from other countries across the world, Big J. Yeah. The uh, amazing fun of telephone technology. We were able to hook up with Michael Polson, so uh, you may want to check out the podcast section of xrock.com in case you missed any of that this morning. Should be up there for sure. We do need to figure out who the winner was in cage match, speaking of a possible Volbeat thing. Yep, it would be Volbeat. They did win? Yeah. Uh, was it a runaway or was it close? Yeah, it was a runaway. Okay, well, congratulations, Volbeat. Will be picking up win number three then today. Then we'll take on another challenger tomorrow here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Reminder coming up on Friday. It is another half price Friday happening at xrock.com. It begins at nine o'clock in the morning and it is for Yokozuna Teriyaki. It is pretty awesome, and you get a $50 gift card for just $25. And you could try their uh, mouthwatering teriyakis, which of course have chicken, steak, salmon, uh, pork, even vegetarian if you want it. But they offer a a whole bunch more more than the usual place right yeah exactly and you're gonna have to fight nick it's and true. myself for this uh for this half price friday uh you, you said you had the crab rangoon i had the crab rangoon night. appetizer and i had the uh the steak yakisoba which was fantastic yeah and they offer up uh, a nice little delicacy as far as beverages go and that's the uh the bubble tea also known as boba tea uh which is is really good they've got these chewy tapioca pearls that are blended into a smoothie love that stuff so check it out for yourself yokozuna is the grand champion of teriyaki couple of locations one in vista boise 
The other at Fairview in Meridian. They got takeout, curbside, pickup, or delivery going on right now in Half Price Friday, 9 o'clock, xrock.com with the X. And I definitely am going to pick myself up one that is no BS for sure. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, you jonesing for some live music uh, tonight. Our friend to Dead Desire, Moroni, going to be uh, putting on a little Facebook Live performance. Thanks to our friends at Music Mondays 208. Uh, we'll be uh, doing that, and uh, we'll try to get a watch party going. I, I haven't quite figured out that technology from the X's Facebook page. But uh, 8 o'clock tonight, if you're looking for some live performance stuff, then uh, you'll find it there on the Internet. All right, so check it out. It'll be on the X's Facebook page for sure as well. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will see you tomorrow. Jason Drew's up next. It's the X Rocks.